Oh boy, we are coming at you inside of Lake Orion High School, just outside of downtown Lake Orion, Michigan, on a cold November morning. And uh, before we started here, T-Rat, me and Hoagie were talking before the show, and my goodness, what a weekend it was for the Michigan basketball team. I mean, right, what Joey? a weekend. Boy, I tell you what. Oh, I mean, man. There are some good games to watch, but an even better game. Oh, my goodness. Would uh, obviously be the Michigan State game. But exactly, yeah. Michigan. Mr. Hyman, how do you, how do you feel about that? I just want to just real quick throw it out yeah. there. No comment. All this crap I've heard about the past couple weeks about James Madison this and Michigan can't, Michigan okay. State can't shoot that. I mean, can, can somebody tell me who is Long Beach State? Can we be fair? I've <sighs> never heard of this school. Well, have, the I only did, have I given you any crap this whole week about Michigan State? You probably have. I mean, I've, a lot of people have given me crap. I don't think I have. You probably have. James Madison's a good team. What about you, T-Rat? You want, you want to give a, you want to uh, weigh no. in on the situation? take. Well, oh boy. I just have to say this. Oh, man. Um... The one thing I got to say about Michigan basketball is they straight up suck. The only yeah. thing. Overreaction. Yeah. No, because here's the thing. The only player I've ever heard even have an affiliation with Long Beach State is Terrell Davis. I don't know who? if you know who that is. Terrell Davis, he was the running back for um, the Denver Broncos back oh. in the 90s with Elway and when they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what season, but he had a 2,000-yard season back in the late 90s. Very, six, very very successful running back. And then uh, the program actually at Long Beach State actually was so bad, it went under and it wasn't a program at all, which <laughs> then gave him the opportunity to go to Georgia and play running back and then go to the NFL. That's beautiful. Wait, 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 wait. Where? What, what? Wait, wait, We're wait, talking wait, about football now. I don't know. I'm on? just let's, talking let's, about Long Beach State. That's the only thing out. I've ever – but let's go back to yeah, basketball. Let's, okay? let's, let's, let's keep Listen, it going. It, it, Michigan – We'll talk about it later in the show. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Michigan – Michigan. I want to get back here to Michigan basketball. Here we go. Such an overreaction. How do you have Jawan Howard? Of like, it's he's not even on the sideline. He's not even on the court yeah. side. I know he's. It just so doesn't. Phil make... Martelli was gonna have a heart attack before he finishes his coaching career. Dude, see, uh, they, you have Jawan needs Juwan, to go. Jawan's not on the sideline. Well, Izzo's gonna <laughs> die on the sideline, having a heart attack, yelling at his players. <laughs> While Steven Izzo is next to him. <laughs> Anyways, Izzo. we'll we'll get to more of that college basketball action as the show goes on. But for today, I'm Ben Shale, your host of the fifth episode of the third season of Sweet Seats. And if you don't know by now, Sweet Seats is the podcast that is being produced and created by the sports broadcasting class here at Lake Orion High School. And today we have a special preview of the upcoming boys and girls varsity basketball teams for the Dragons for the 2023-2024 season. And of course, I'm being joined today by my partners Tyler Ratliff on the soundboard, Joey Hogan and Andrew Heightenen on the other side of our podcast booth. And if we have time at the end, we'll probably sprinkle in some college basketball and football action. So, <laughs> gentlemen, we always start off, when I lead a podcast, we always start off with a quick question not relating to our topics. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. If, unless I'm mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. We have Thanksgiving break I here at LOHS in a couple of days. I love me some turkey. You let's see. That's what I'm talking about. Gobble gobble. Do you rat. do do everyone here in the podcast booth? Do you eat turkey at the Thanksgiving table because you actually enjoy it, or I because do. you feel like you are forced to eat it? I will slap eight pieces of turkey. Really? At Thanksgiving? That's yes. your number one go-to? No. You have mashed potatoes. I'll take. Great. Here's what we do. You got to do this, this at the Ratliff this household. Is the let's see. Rat special. Oh, we do God. here. The rat special. It's Thanksgiving. You got to get a few pieces of turkey. Yep. Wait. Are you are you are you dark or white meat? Um, Great question. So I don't care. I kind of mix this, it in. Hey, listen, this is gonna sound yeah. wrong, but as long as it's juicy, that's all. That's all that matters to me. Mm. I cannot I'd have dry go meat. Dark. I I'd cannot have dry dark. meat. Oh. Can I have dry meat? Okay. Okay. So okay. So dark meat. Yeah. Continue. Yep. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta put that on the side. 
But then oh, in the middle, go. the very <laughs> middle of your plate, you got to get a yeah, giant oh. scoop of mashed potato. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. The middle. And then, but you got to create mm. like a little <clears throat> divot in the middle, and then you put the gravy in the middle. Oh, I can and smell then, it now. And then on the other side, on the left side, is your place to put stuffing. And My then in the watering. top is when you put put the corn, and then the bottom is where you can put like a little dessert, like a muffin mm. or like a biscuit. Oh, red flag number one. Like a muffin? That. Keep, keep no, preaching, No, brother. pie? Keep yeah, pie, oh, like something like He said muffin like first. Oh, well, man. I'm putting like dessert foods. T-Rat, do you ever dragon stomp it? Put it all together? That's not a bad idea. It's not it's, a bad idea. I'm not actually wrong with it. Do you I put, love do you, the Do we have stomp. gravy? Do we have gravy on the turkey? Of course. Or no? No, not on the turkey, no? but on wow. the gravy. On the gravy. You know you put on the gravy? Gravy on gravy action? On the mashed potatoes. But then on the turkey, you put A1 sauce. Okay, that's respectable. I've done that before. That, oh, no, I've done that before. No, no, no. You gotta smoke the turkey, okay? But 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 it's gonna but be so good. T Rat. So going back to the overall question, do you like do you eat thanks like turkey on Thanksgiving? Just Thanksgiving, or do you eat it like like overall? It's not something I'll eat every day, but on Thanksgiving I will take over with the turkey. Like personally, I, I love turkey. I mm. probably have a turkey sandwich three times a three times a week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I love I'm a big Sam, I'm a big Sammy guy. Yeah. I love a good turkey sandwich. You know, if I get a sub from Subway or something, I'll throw a little bit of turkey on that. Sure. I always mostly have, I always mostly for me home. it's it's only Thanksgiving and it's leftovers after Thanksgiving. So that's that's really it. Yeah. yeah. What if about I, you, Heinen? Do you you yeah. eat you eat turkey or do you, are you forced hey, to at the nah. Heinen household? You what goes on at Thanksgiving at the Heinen household? Okay. So you get the family coming over. Yep. It's either at my house in Michigan or at my cousin's house in Ohio. It okay. goes every other year. This cool. year, we're hosting. Nice. Got, so my plate. Are you ready? I'm listening. My dad will smoke a turkey. Ooh. My mom also will make a turkey. The smoked turkey is Ooh. so good. Oh, I, but I get both. I get some of both on my plate. Mashed potatoes, big pie, like T-Rat said. Keep Gravy, talking. stuffing. You got you to get some greens in there, whatever you like. Mm. And you eat it all together. Now, when there's only a little bit left of everything, you mm-hmm. gotta make sure there's a little bit left of everything. You mix it all together. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, it is delightful. I, I agree. I agree. You know, honestly, I, I it, in in terms of what I go for Thanksgiving, it's it's turkey. You gotta throw a little bit of ham in there, mashed potatoes. But but let's let's stray away from the uh, Thanksgiving talk. This, Thanksgiving's making me hungry. Yeah, this is this is a, a sports podcast. So let's let's get into a little bit of action here as we begin today on this uh, Monday morning. So this past season for the Lagorian boys basketball team for the 2022-23 school year, they went 12 and 12. I mean, not a great season overall. They went 500. Had a lot of losses. Lost five seniors to graduation. Uh, brought in a couple kids uh, from the transfer portal, bringing some other, or not the transfer portal, just well, yeah, bringing them in for other high school transfer yeah, portal. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Going shadel. That's, yeah. We're going to quote you now for that for the rest <laughs> of your bro- uh, podcast career. That's fine. That's fine. But the main theme that I saw, at least as, as a broadcaster, and I knew a lot of people inside of the program last year, behind the scenes and on the scenes, on the court, the main, the main issue was just losing by two to five points in these close games against powerhouse schools. I mean, I commentated last year the De La Salle game. You lost by two there. They, they had this streak going from January 20th all the way to February 7th where they lost six games. Six games. They lost to Groves, Bloomfield Hills by one point, De La Salle by two points. They lost to Troy by one, Troy Athens by two. I mean, this team, this year, I think the focus is going to be, you know, capitalizing on those late game possessions and trying to get those close game wins because they were unable to do that last year. 
What do you guys think about that? Well, a key success for me is giving it to the power forward, Zachary Price Parks. He's new to the program. He transferred from Brandon High School. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, this kid's ranked. This is a baller. No, yep, exactly. Number 239 in the state of Michigan. Number 29 at his position. Zachary is going to be number one, the number one option for the Dragons this season. I for think sure. those numbers will if only need a, rise. If, if you need a bucket... Give it to my man. That's all you got to say. <laughs> exactly. Well, you got him. You got Ryan Rushlow, who is a true freshman starting last year on the varsity team. You got Those are going to be two big uh, playmakers for them this year heading into the uh, season. They start um, in a couple weeks on the 28th of uh, November against Oxford, the rival at home. Wow. It's going to be an interesting season, to say the least, for the Dragons. Uh, entering his third year, head coach Jose Andrades going to be uh, cool to see what happens. What do you think about that, t Right? What do you think about the Dragon season this year? Well, I mean, you said it best, but um, I, I think it's, it's hard to say because, I mean, they've won the league the past two years, right? Or was it? I'm the, not sure. About they've won two years. and I know they won back-to-back. I don't know if it was last year and the year before that. Yeah, I don't think they won the league last year. Tyler. No, they, I don't, it wasn't the year before that. It was they've won the league two out of three years. See, right, they were three and seven in their conference last year. Okay, yeah. then it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think they, they won. It was the won. year they had Alden Ritt, and then the year before that, so okay. they won league. So they've got some, uh, what's it called? Up and coming talent. They've have talent the past few years. Yep. So it's not they've got some. They have great coaches. Hey, Phil the Thrill Richardson is coach insane, Richardson. dude. He's insane. That guy is like one of the coolest coaches I've ever met. He's a great guy. So they got a great coaching staff. The question is, will they be able to deliver? Because I, I never will, I'll never forget this when I talked with DJ Morrow last year. And DJ yep. Morrow was the star player for the Dragons boys the basketball MJ, team. Yep, if you want to um, He said that he's curious to see how they're going to do this year because two years ago when Alden Ritt left, he kind of had a Robin – with him as DJ Morrow. Last year, when DJ Morrow had the Batman uh, head player role, he didn't really have anybody last year that was kind of had like a rock. Yeah. yeah, That was the younger classman that was kind of in his shadow. So I'm kind of curious to see who's going to step up and be the leader for this team this year. That's a good point. And Hoagie, you wanted to say something. Yeah. I'd like to to point out that I feel like, you know, these first – couple games especially against Oxford Rochester and Notre Dame prep I, I feel like they're gonna kind of bank off some of the key returning players um just including kind of like Quay Fly and Hayden Armstrong and obviously a big body down below Sam Blakely oh yeah you know I feel sweaty like sweaty Sam sweaty <laughs> like Sam I feel oh, like yeah. they're gonna have to find their rhythm <laughs> they're, Dude. Gonna have, they're gonna have to find their rhythm down in the paint with sweaty oh, Sam as sweaty they say Sam. Here's but what you got to do with Sam. Here's what you got to do. Oh, I got a game plan. Oh, boy. You guys well, just T-Rex came takes. Up. Here we go. Here we go. This is my Shout out T-Rex takes. This Give me a the, take, T-Rex. This is the take of the day, guys. Sam Blakely, <laughs> as we know him as Sweaty Sam, you put him in the middle, and once the game starts going, someone's going to have to guard him, whether the guy's his size or not. Sam's a big, strong athlete, dude. Sam is strong. Give him the ball in the middle. No one's stopping him. I'm telling you right now. He's, he's just running over everybody. He's dropping 20 <laughs> points a game. There's your game plan. Unbelievable. There you go. Talking about points scored, <laughs> I just got word from Zachary Price Parks. He tells me that he's going to drop 30 on Oxford. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> 30. 30 whoa. All right. All right. That's, he's that's going crazy. down to O-Town and dropping right, 30 Zach, points. If, if you score 29, that's not 30. you got to get to 30. We have Zach in the audience today here at the radio room. He's listening in uh, as, as we're going live. I'm not sure if that was was that was that a direct quote, Andrew? Direct I'm quote. I'm but it times it by two. You might have times it by two. 
So he's going to get 15 points versus Oxford. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Anyways, now switching over to a little bit of more girls action. This is where Lake Orion really thrived in the basketball department last year. Uh, the girls team had 13 players on it last year. Nine of them left due to graduation. Four went on to play at the next level. Uh-huh. I believe there were Kylie Heck who went to Cornerstone. Uh, Maddie Eber who went to Baldwin Wallace. Uh, Taylor Dinda went somewhere, and oh, oh, Chloe Weegers went to Calvin. Cal- Calvin, that's right, Calvin. Calvin. So they had four four extremely quality players as seniors last year. Um, losing that amount of players, though, is really kind of catastrophic for your program. Uh, the Dragons are going to have to rely on Ryan Polacek, who's a senior this year, and Charlotte Poplowski and Izzy Watlinski, who were two very underrated players last year. Uh, Izzy got hurt early in the season and wasn't really to be wasn't really able to contribute as much as she'd like to as the season went on. So she's going to be a really big role player and star for the uh, the Dragons this year. Um, but trying to fill those holes is going to be a key for head coach Bob Bridges as he enters this season. Mm-hmm. I thought Izzy was going to be one of the best players last year. Yeah. Went down with injury. This is her redemption year, and I think she's going to be fantastic. That's a good point, Andrew. And last year uh, during our media day here, uh, head coach Bob Bridges said that Izzy can honestly be a starter as a sophomore on any other team. But because they had that quality senior class last year, she had to come off the bench. And this year she's going to be probably either the number one or number two option for the Lady Dragons this year. She's just that talented. I mean, she can shoot off the dribble. She can shoot anywhere in the, in the, uh, on the court. She can drive. She can play quality defense. Uh, she's a really good player when it comes to uh, playing basketball for the Dragons. You know, I'm look- looking ahead, both boys and girls. I'm kind of excited for everything's all up in the air. You know, you don't really yeah. know what to expect. Um, yeah. You could expect a really good season, but yeah. you also could expect, you know, the downfall. But, you know, I think it's just going to be very interesting looking from a sports perspective. And overall, Lake Orion's never really been a basketball school. No. Um, no. So I'm, I'm very interested to see kind of what this year holds them in the future and if maybe the tides will change. Yeah, good point. T. Right, you want you wanted to say something. You had your hand raised there. What do you got? Mm, oh so boy. here's what Second I think. take from T. This is what I think. Oh, so no. just uh, number these takes. Let's just be honest. You have to face reality. I don't think the girls' team is going to be as good as they were last year or the year before, just because of the amount of talent that but walked out the door. Keep talking. But here's what I think. Keep you know who they do have? Who? Bob Bridges. Oh, that's Bob Bridges. Keep preaching, T. Right. They've Keep got building. they've got Bob Bridges. And Bob Bridges, every single year, the past few years, I should say, when the girls' team has been good, has known to bring in the student section for the girls' Mm. teams and get the energy going. Will they have a student section? (laughs) So if Bob can bring the mob... Then Bob will, can bring the mob. Then it will Bob's, go. Bob's mob. mob. Yeah, Bob's, Bob's mob. mob. Get, a, get, a, get a shirt. Get a shirt that says Bob's mob. Yep. Bob's mob, the new name for the Dragon Student Section. He loves the, the student section. Two years game. ago in the district final, he bought him uh, pizza boxes for pizza for coming <laughs> to the game. Is he the greatest girls basketball coach at Lake Orion history? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh, mm-hmm. T-Rat from T-Rat. Yep. So that's what? That's three takes from T-Rat so far? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's incredible. Save Tyler. it for your other podcast. Yeah, T-Rad. save it for T Rad's takes. Anyways, so now we just shifted a little bit to uh, the girls' side. That's the entire uh, look and the preview, I should say, for the boys and girls varsity basketball team. Mm-hmm. If you're unable to attend Lake Orion High School and you want to tune in, go to dragonbroadcasting.org to tune in on many uh, boys' varsity and girls' varsity basketball games as the season continues on. Now let's shift over to a little bit of uh, college football. Let's go. Uh, recap and preview here a little bit. We'll go into college basketball in a second because we have the time. I don't, I don't really care about the 16-minute the mark. Um, you, only, you, you don't care about Michigan football because they're good. And then oh. Well, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We're no, going to no, talk about no, that No, so let's, let's, let's go into this, right? Michigan State somehow won a game against Indiana this weekend. They brought back the, the brass platoon. 
who cares? I I really could, I really don't care, honestly. Um, it's, Ouch. I don't I don't Ouch. I don't watch Michigan State football anymore. This has been a travesty for the program. Um, but in in regards to Michigan, you guys had a little bit of a sweat there, T. Rat, didn't you? Well, because here's why. Oh, here's Let's why. T. Rat, we don't here's why. We don't got Jimmy Harbaugh on the sidelines. Oh no, we need, no, we need Harbaugh. Okay. Uh, Do you guys want to hear a stat? Free Harbaugh. Yeah. When no, Harbaugh's coaching in his six games he's coached yep. so far this season. We've ran the ball 57% of plays. Uh-huh. With Sharon Moore, 78%. Uh-huh. Now, will that work with our great offensive line versus Ohio State? Nope. But will it happen? It no. Happen. No. It will nope. not happen. We are not going to run the ball like we have been the last few games. Are you going to count on J.J. McCarthy, we are going who has to be been passing. unproven time and time again this year? I'd like to point out that um, also since, the, since Harbaugh has not been there— the Michigan offense has not looked the same as it has been in uh-huh. the past. Exactly. It, it, all I'm saying is yep. that good luck, Michigan. Good well, luck. Because you've got a here's hot simple. Ohio. You lock hot down the Marvin oh Harrison Jr., you win. You got what about double Ohio. E? What about double E? Yeah. Ameka Obuka is not. Well, the run game, Trayvon Henderson is terrible. So No, Trayvon well, he, Henderson's yeah. a beast. Here, um, here's the thing. Game Blake Horm. Here's the no, thing. In terms sure. of the Jim Harbaugh sideline suspension, what Michigan has done recently, accepting the suspension, has been good, good quality from them, I should say, as a Michigan State fan. But that definitely um, leads me into my next topic. You, Michigan, in terms of talent, is going to be fine without Jim Harbaugh. They have the talent that they that they need to win this game. My only concern is that this is a rivalry game, guys. Michigan has been ahead all season. Yep. The need- only time that they have been down and even close in the game was to Penn State when they beat them by nine points. What's going to happen? When Ohio State comes out on the first drive and storms down the field and scores seven points, and your team Michigan, and, your, and your players are are, are rallied and, and kind of threatened, Michigan Michigan gonna is happen. not going to expect it. What's going to happen? They're not going to expect it. Michigan barely beat a Maryland team. Yep, who thirty one twenty four. Ohio State smacked thirty seven. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like looking overall, I think they're just in trouble. I, I because they're. Yep. I mean, obviously Harbaugh's not the answer, but. Like JJ McCarthy is overrated in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I've said it time and time again. I've said it time and time again. Jim Harbaugh's done after this year. He's gone. Let um, me put this into perspective. Oh I think boy, he's just got to get out Michigan of there. Michigan State, I do thirty-one too. versus twenty-four versus Maryland. Ohio Michigan State, sorry, yeah. Michigan, sorry, thirty-one twenty-four uh-huh. at, at Maryland. Ohio State struggled until the fourth quarter where they scored a few versus Maryland late. They struggled the whole game. That was a home game. Ohio State home versus Minnesota, thirty-seven. But it doesn't matter. Michigan at. At Minnesota, it doesn't matter. Two to ten. If you're expecting your team to win the national championship, it should not matter if you're playing these teams who are way worse than Michigan is if it's home or away. All that matters is they won. That's true, but at the same time, it's too close of a game. So with with Jim Harbaugh not being on the sideline, and if Ohio State goes up by two possessions, all right, Tyler. If if Ohio State goes up by two possessions, you need that head coach that's going to be able to rally his troops. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Sharon Moore can do that. I agree, but so I'm, I'm, that's the he one can't. thing I'm concerned about. Here, yeah, the players that are there, the at players the that are year, there, they are there to play for Jim Harbaugh. They're not there to play yep. for Moore. So here's what you got to do. Keep if you're Michigan. Keep if building. Ohio State's obviously Plant the upset seed. the fact oh, that they've lost the two tree. years in a row to Michigan. They know that mm. Michigan is struggling right now because they don't have their head coach, oh, even yeah. though the game is at the big house. Yup. Yep. One of the most electric stadiums in college football. Mm. And But they don't got Harbaugh. Without Harbaugh, that's, that's a key missing piece. So Michigan needs to go in there with the mentality. It's them against the world. I agree. Because so, yeah. Harbaugh obviously ticked somebody off that he, 
doesn't like him because obviously he's getting all these suspensions and stuff this year, whether it was the cheeseburger episode or <laughs> – they, well, no, they've, they've cheated multiple times. And, and they've can, lied multiple times. I what are you talking about? Well, everyone what cheats. Do you mean it's just you, a matter if you right. get caught. So they're stupid enough to get caught. See, it's not my fault. It's not also, my fault that your coaching staff is dumb. Let me also point you out that the Michigan linebackers coach is no longer there Chris Partridge. Anymore. So that mm-hmm. had actually nothing to do with the sign stealing. That had hit, that I'm not had saying with all, the sign stealing. I'm just saying I with know. the overall program. So that's what? That's now the cheeseburger Ball incident, apart. the stein stealing incident. Uh, talking about an, an ongoing investigation. Uh, what else am I missing here? There, there was Mel a defensive Tucker. lineman that got really screwed up. Yeah, but see, here's oh the God, difference. Yeah, Michigan that. State the, suspended him and fired him immediately. There was nothing about Michigan. Hey, you know, we're going to take disciplinary action right now. No, 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 no. Jim Harbaugh does not here, deserve to be fired. Ah, oh, Jesus. Free I think Jim Harbaugh will get out of there before he gets fired. He's he the most successful coach right now in Free the Big Harbaugh. Ten. Why would you fire him? Exactly. Free Harbaugh. Because you have so many allegations. If you want to – listen, I've heard so many Michigan He wins. Fans. If you want to truly – and that's my point. If you want to truly take on this whole villain arc, you cannot be offended when someone says one bad word about your program. So when it comes to Michigan, yes, Jim Harbaugh has done a lot of bad things, but he's won games and he's produced Thank you. here. So that's huge. He has he has beaten Ohio State. Uh, I mean, yes. I hate to admit it, but he has beaten Ohio State. And in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. if Michigan beats Ohio State this week, yeah, I think Ryan Day's future is Get him out. going to end. Get him I think out. they are already grooming their offensive coordinator, Brian Hartline, to become. I, oh, yeah. I would I would be honest with you, hot take. I would love him to become the Michigan State head. Coach I would next. too. I've ta- I, we're but not going to get him. But you're not going to get him. You no. can take Ryan Day. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I take Ryan Day in a heartbeat. Honestly. Okay. What's your score prediction, Shadel? <sighs> oh, I got my score prediction. Go ready? Yeah. Uh, 38-21, Mich- uh, Ohio State. 38-21. Yep. <clears throat> T-Rex, go. Okay. All right. Here's okay. what I'm going with. Um, okay. I'm gonna go off the dome. <laughs> I'm gonna go 28-14, Michigan. I think you guys are crazy. I think you guys. I think this is gonna be a defensive battle. I agree. In a rivalry game, give me 14-10, Ohio State. Okay, I don't think it's gonna be that defensive. Hater. All right. Hater. It's just honest, dude. If you had Jim Harbaugh on your side, and I still am picking Michigan to win the national championship. By the way, mm-hmm. if you had Jim Harbaugh on the sideline, give me a market. I don't Michigan. think they'll make it. With a loss here, I can see that 100. percent But the NCAA continues to love Michigan, so you know it is what it is. <clears throat> okay. Well, my prediction. Mm-hmm. I've taken a lot of time to think about this, but mm-hmm. I've already thought about seconds. it. Yeah, I've, already, I've already thought about it. Ooh, okay. Michigan is going to score 20. 20 points. At halftime. At halftime. Ohio State will have 14 wow. at halftime. Mm-hmm. The end score is going to be 34-17. to 17. Michigan's going to double Ohio State's score. Like the last two years, same thing every year. You think Ohio State's going to beat I this team. Can't. Two years in a row, Ohio State's going to beat this Michigan team. I can't. Well, okay, you would have said last year Ohio State was going to win, and Michigan destroyed no, Ohio no, no, State No, 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 no. I said, I said Michigan win last year. Your predictions are fatal. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see Heinen. what happens. Listen, if Michigan wins, that's great, but they're not going to double we already have the Ohio signs. State's. Everyone said that wait, we wait, weren't going to. We already have their signs. <sighs> Dude, all I'm saying is with Ohio State, it, it, I thought this was hilarious too. Did you guys see what, during Michigan's huddles? Yes, I was oh, just they, about to yeah, put that they, they put the flag yeah. there. They, yeah. That's hilarious. Good for them. Anyways, unfortunately, that is uh, time for us to wrap it up here for some Sweet Seats action, unfortunately. But don't worry. We will be back for more podcasts next week after our Thanksgiving break here at Lake Orion High School with Zach Hayes leading the next podcast. He's going to recap some action of this upcoming weekend's battle between Michigan and Ohio State, like we talked about. For everybody participating in this episode of Sweet Seats, Ben Shadle, Joey Hogan, Tyler Ratliff, and Andrew Heightenen, farewell, my friends.